Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bring, bring it bring it to the bank. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, this is a club update. We're going to be talking about Arsenal with Dan Fitzpatrick, who's often on this show, also writes for EPL Index. Dan, after week one, you hadn't signed anyone other than Jaka, which had been ages ago. You lose to Liverpool, you draw to Leicester, you're, you're in doom as a club Wenger out, etc., etc. Two signings today. Why don't you talk us through that whole whirlwind of a process? One, you forgot the signing of Rob Holding before the Liverpool game. He's Come a starter. On. I should have remembered yeah. that. Uh, and the Japanese guy who didn't get his work permit is now on loan to Stuttgart. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we are always going to sign more players. Wenger had said it from like July. He wanted to sign two more players. Now he signed two more players. Shocker. Um, they're good signings. They're addressing our two biggest needs. And we've addressed our three biggest needs throughout the summer. So it's timing-wise aside, it's been a pretty good summer. Yeah, a lot of people were saying what you needed was more cover at the back, a solid defensive midfielder. It's fine stuff. And a forward. You've now ticked all of those boxes. Which one do you think will have the most impact? Uh, Jaka, biggest upgrade over what we had there. Cause I don't, th- I don't know if Perez will start week in week out. Um, Mustafi's good, but so was Murdasacker. Coughlin wasn't, and Jaka is. So yay. Yeah, uh, you mentioned them there. Skroda Mustafi comes in for a very high fee. Uh, do you think that he'll hold on to that spot long term, or as you mentioned, might have to battle out Murdasacker for that spot? Maybe this will be one of those Champions League rotations. Uh, it'll be interesting because Murdasacker is not going to come back till probably December, January. Um, I think his his uh, competition will be Gabriel, but I would think he'd beat him out because um, I don't rate Gabriel particularly highly. Um, but yeah, I think he'll keep he'll get held it for the foreseeable future, and unless he's bad, he'll probably keep it over Murdasacker because Murdasacker is getting up there as long, as much as I do think he's pretty decent still. Uh, moving on to the much younger Mustafi would be the right thing to do, unless he's crap. And I really hope he's not crap, because we just spent $35 million on him, which <laughs> would still be worth it for the announcement, but still. Yeah, $35 million was a lot. Especially, it, it seems like <laughs> Arsenal are incapable of signing a centre-back that doesn't have question marks around him. With Meritus Ecker, it was always the size. With Mustafi, it's the size the other way. Um, yeah. Sorry, with Meritus Ecker, it was the pace. With Mustafi as a shorter center back around six foot or whatever in British units. British, the rest of the world. Um, but anyway, is that a concern for you at all? Or, or do you think he'll just slot in and be fine? Uh, I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, not a lot. To, I think he'll be fine. He can 
Uh, he's got Kashelny next to him, which I mean, he's very good. He didn't have a great season last year, but even his not great season was still like perfectly fine. Just wasn't as good as he has been. Uh, he's looked good so far coming back. Hopefully he keeps it up, and I think Mustafi will be fine. Uh, I think pace is the bigger problem considering how often we play the high line than um, lack of height. Mm, fair enough. Uh, Perez up front, you already mentioned, might not outright beat Giroud, which he wouldn't even have to do right now because it's Sanchez tipping the spear for you at the moment. How do you think that position shakes out? Um, I really don't know immediately. It'll, I will get a good indication for first two weeks after the international break. Um, Giroud would be starting up front, but he's not. he wasn't fully back from France duty yet, but he will be now. Uh, it'll be very interesting who starts and when. Um, I have seen nothing of Lucas Perez, but from what I've been told, he's similar to Jamie Vardy because those comparisons were always going to be drawn. But smaller, quicker, pushes the last defender. So it'll be interesting to see if he just only plays it sparingly or if he rotates in and out like every other game or something or if they use him in specific situations. I'm not sure. Or maybe even use him from the right because if that's... A position where we're not, I mean, if Theo Walcott keeps playing really well, he'll hold it down. But if he doesn't, we don't really have that much cover there. So he could play there. It'll be interesting. Uh, not 100% sure how he's going to play, where he's going to play, when he's going to play. But now we have another striker because, quite frankly, with Danny Welbeck being truly dead, uh, it was down to just Giroud and half of Theo Walcott up top. So we really needed a striker regardless of yeah. when he's going to play. Yeah, this isn't super transfer As we mentioned, you've had Xhaka there for quite some time, and you do think he'll be very important to you. But uh, in kind of injury news, Santi Cazorla is back, starting next to him uh, in central midfield instead of in a further advanced position. Do you think that that duo will get the most minutes as a pair this year? I really hope so. I really, really hope so, because that's what I want. Um, and I really hope Cochran doesn't. Um yeah, uh, hitting starting t- the first two games is was uh, not quite disturbing, but not really what I wanted. Uh, so I was really happy when Wenger went with uh, Xhaka and Kazorla for the Watford game, and it worked pretty well. Um, we had we had we had a good first forty five minutes when we took our, pe- our foot off the pedal and kind of let Watford back in the game, but it was fine. We were already threw it up, but it looked very good for forty five minutes. And I'm hoping it continues because those are probably our best, not probably, those are our best two central midfielders. And yeah, it's usually good to play your good players. <laughs> uh, certainly is. Uh, joked at the beginning about how doom and gloom everything was. Now you've signed these three players. What's the expectation for Arsenal this season? I've, I mean, the general fan consensus expectation was going to be win the league regardless of what we did. Even if we sold like six players and didn't bring anyone in, it was it would have still been win the league. But um, I, we're probably going to aim to win the league. Uh, I'd probably settle with a top two and get past the first round of the Champions League uh, season. But realistically, we want to be competing for the league. If City is just too good, like they look like they might be, Fair enough. If it's more like last year where no team really lives up to their hype and we still can't win it, then it'll be a bit more bit more of a questionable season. But eh, we want we obviously want to win the league. Duh, who doesn't? Uh we have the squad, but it's definitely we're definitely capable of doing it, but I also wouldn't consider us favorites. So expecting to win the league is always a bit shaky when you're not favorites and maybe not even second favorites. But 
Yeah. Uh, this is poorly ordered by me, uh, but going to continue talking about players now after we talked about the overarching thing that clearly should have led into the outro. Uh, <laughs> Jack Wolshear, um one of our Crystal Palace representatives, saying that he's hearing that Wilshire might be headed out that way. Regardless of if it's Palace or someone else, what's your thoughts on Wilshire heading out on loan? Loaning him seems kind of pointless to me, unless his value has really just gone through the floor. Because uh, if he does well on loan, he's got a year left on his contract, and he's got us over the barrel for contract negotiations. Or if we do try and sell him anyway, then we get less money for him. And if he does poorly, his value is zero, because he's only got a year left in his contract. I think if we're going to be done with him, just... Rip the band-aid. Rip the band-aid and get and sell it now, but maybe there's no one offering. I don't know. Uh as far as him being at Arsenal, I love Jack Wilshire, but I just don't I just don't think he's that good. Um yeah, if I don't think he'd get that many minutes. I know everyone says we always get lose injuries, but I mean he'll probably be one of those injuries realistically. And even if he's not he's like I can think of four or five central midfielders on the Arsenal squad that are all definitively better than him, so that's not good. Yeah, and then another player that's disappointed for you, Coquelin. We definitely understand that pain as we had Bentaleb who suffered. As At one point we were arguing who's better, now it's more of an argument of who's worse. What do you think his future's like at the club? I think he'll stay. Wenger seems to not mind him. And I mean, it's more of a fit than the... I mean, but, Coughlin has one very, very, very good skill. He's a very, very good ball winner. Problem is, that's just not what we need. Uh, we need someone who's much better in possession. And to be fair, his positioning isn't great either. But yeah, I mean, he, I don't think he's out of the first team picture. But I don't love him. He's we can kind of play with him, but I'd rather we don't. He's not the worst player. To, he's probably better than Flamney, but. He's also still not great, but I don't think he's out of the first team picture, so it'll be interesting. I hope I'm wrong, but hmm. don't think I am. Yeah. All right. Uh, any any last minute signs you think you're making, or do you think you'll have a pretty boring deadline day? Uh, incomings it'll be boring, according to pretty much every journalist, and most importantly David Ornstein. But um, outgoings, it, I mean, as we've seen of Jack Wilshire and Callum Chambers just went out on loan to Middlesbrough right before we started recording this. Um, Outgoings could be interesting, especially if Jack Wilshere leaves, because you know Arsenal Twitter. Uh, it could be, it could be real interesting. Yeah, uh, might be doom and gloom yet to come, despite the fact that he hasn't started for you in quite some time. All right, yeah. well, thank you so much, uh, Dan. Tell the folks where they can reach you. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits. All right, thanks so much for doing this, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Yeah, bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.